This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air. Global Youth NZ on ORFM's Youth Zone. Hi, I'm Jaden. I'm Lily. And I'm Jayushka. Join us every Thursday afternoon as we explore the variety of cultures that call Dunedin home. Through interviews, conversation, and music, we'll expand your knowledge of the world and expose you to new ideas from a youth perspective. That's Global Youth NZ, 4 p.m. Thursdays on ORFM Dunedin. Podcasts available from the Youth Zone app, yznz.app. Welcome back to Global Youth NZ. You're listening to 105.4 FM. Uh, I'm your co-host, Jayushka, alongside Lily and Jaden. Say hello, guys. Hello. Hey, guys. How are we doing? Good, thank you. How are you, Jaden? I'm good. (laughs) From our virtual studio? Yes. Oh, yeah. I guess we should say that we're not in the current studio. We haven't gone back into lockdown, thankfully. Um, but we hopefully will be back live very, very soon for you. Definitely. Um, so, New Year. What was everyone's New Year's resolutions? Do we want to talk about that? Do we have any at all? Well, for me, it was to get fit. So, <laughs> yeah. Is it is it working? Yeah, actually, for the first time, Sorry. Um, for the first time, I can say that actually I'm following my New Year's resolution and it's been going really well. That's you guys, I have, I have a vendetta against New Year's resolutions. I think oh, I, I saw a tweet. It was like, it's time for the circumstances to improve. Like, I've been improving all these years. It's, it's someone else's turn. That's how I'm feeling this year. But well done, Jaden. That's amazing that you're doing it. Thanks. <laughs> I like how you think, Lily, because I also didn't have one. and Mine was just like a regular, like, stop procrastinating on things but I think I don't think it's like actually nothing's working so we're just winging it until school starts which when does you when do you guys go back to school Jay this is a banned topic I'm not sure if you're aware but we're not talking about no <laughs> we have we have a few more weeks well we for me I will actually be going back to studying later than you guys so <gasps> you guys will probably be Mid-ish February, right? Or just just over the start of February. February. Is it? I've got first of February, but I'm going back earlier for prefix training. Oh, so. I'm pretty sure I have. I think mine is 24th of February. So, okay. um, and that's all week as well. So lectures and all my actual studying will only start at the start of March or the very end of February. So, yeah, let's go uni. <laughs> yeah. Actually. Jaden, let's talk about the uni thing because um, that's something I've been thinking about a lot. Right now I'm doing like a virtual hands-on uni thing. So like what are you doing for uni? Where are you staying? And like what are your feelings right now? So I am staying um, in a flat this year um, and I am studying health science at Otago. So so good. Are you yeah. nervous? Oh yeah, round of applause. Um, and yes I do have to say that I actually am nervous because hearing you know a lot of the stories from health science students I know that it's a very tough year but at the same time I know that it's um quite an exciting year both in learning and also in you know like forming new friendships um and kind of just like being independent um and all the stuff that comes along with being a uni student so yeah it's like a it's like a mix of it's like a mix of emotions so yeah. Um, yeah. I've heard from a couple of friends who did health science actually 
some of them had to drop out because it was not for them or it was difficult. Mm. But I think um, you definitely have the skill set and the talent, Jaden. So and, and like you know the right motivation, and I think you'll you'll manage for sure. Um, but I think that's another thing I guess we could talk about is like you know if you do start something at uni or wherever and you don't like it, you are able to change, right? Mm. Yeah, for that's sure. I've actually been thinking about a lot, like with the hands-on experience I'm doing, I just, just like you don't even know how long you're going to be at uni, right? You don't even know, like you take it year by year or even like semester by semester. And I think that's going to be a really freeing change, like coming out of high school, I think, where everything is like so rigid and you know exactly what you're doing for the next five years in high school. Yeah, I feel yeah. like there's more of a like set guideline course that you're following and everyone's doing the same thing, you know, basically. Um, as you know at uni it's like completely different you know um, I just had a friend who thought that she didn't get accepted into like her other unis that were in Otago uni um, and then today they've just come back with to her and saying that you have a provisional entry I saw that I saw that Jay yes yeah so she has like six days to like pack up her life and decide everything and move to Palmerston North which I think I is like it's, it's insane, but I think I'm so proud of her. So, yeah, I oh think, God. yeah, I've just been giving out the advice today. So I'm in a real advice mood for some reason, even though <laughs> I can't make it for myself, but, you know. Yeah, so good. Um, I Yeah, it's like honestly a crazy time first for, um, you know, especially I think that for you guys going to year 13, it must feel quite big and also like crazy that it's like literally your final year of high school ever. Um, and then I know, especially for people going in from, um, you know, year 13 into first year university or poly or just, you know, first year out of school kind of thing, that's also a pretty big thing. Um, and then even people that like, you know, are doing starting postgrad um, or, you know, starting the final year of postgrad, I know that it's quite big. So uh, a lot of big things happening, but we just take it day by day, step by step. So, yeah. I will say, personally, I'm feeling like a really weird mood going into this last year, year 13. And mostly excitement. I think this is the most excited and like ready for a school year I've ever felt. Then mm. also like a lot of like nerves around, you know, making the most of it, I think. Yeah. Definitely. I, I think one of the best ways to like make the most of it is just like um, you know, just fling yourself in there, which you already do. Like, you know, you take the opportunity there is and do a lot. Um, but yeah, I think also just like being relaxed is really important, right? And not like, you know, trying to plan everything and anything. Like it's better if it just goes with the flow sometimes. Do you know what I mean? Hmm. A skill I guess we all need to learn, especially like coming out of a pandemic or like still in a pandemic, being adaptable, I guess, mm. and like taking the most of every moment. Yeah, for sure. Do you have any advice or regrets or something, Jaden, that you'd like to share from Year 13? Um. Well, I like to say first that like, you should enjoy it. Um, you know, people always say that year 13 is a, is much more fun. And I'd say that it is because you do get quite a bit of freedom and you feel very, a lot more independent than in your previous years. Teachers also, te um, treat well, from my experience, teachers treat you more like, well, I mean, you're still their students and there's obviously still that boundary, but they te um, treat you more like friends rather than 
you know, like someone that you need to be scared of. And I think that it's all part oh, of that nice. into a university environment where, um, you know, lecturers actually just don't care if you show up to their lectures. So it's very independent and very self-fueled. So I think that, um, you know, along with free periods and all that kind of stuff, it's all really just trying to prepare um, the student who has been, um, and I wouldn't say controlled, but told what to do, told how to go about things for the whole of this schooling life to now, you know, if they do end up going to university or um, even polytech or any training facility it will be a lot of self-motivation um and secondly I would think that um you know just still try your best you know um but at the end of the day you also got to remember that um because university is a global standard like it's all equal in what you learn and the knowledge across the world year 13 is also a pretty um it's a pretty tough year, you know, because it's it's a year before university, you know, and um, basically the knowledge you learn in year 13, it should be um, expected that what you can learn from that, you can apply to any university in the world, meaning that the standard would be higher. So, um, you know, I know that in previous years, like if you compare um, in different countries uh, equivalent to year nine to New Zealand's year nine, um, I could probably generally just say that um, New Zealand's year nine would be uh, easier in a lot of aspects, you know, but year 13 is definitely where it all starts coming together and all start, you know, you have to learn um, the equivalent to a lot of other countries. So, you know, don't put too much pressure on yourself. Um, but it is, yeah, it is a fun year. I enjoyed, I enjoyed last year a lot. So I'm sure you guys will too. That's amazing advice and stuff we all remember going to year 13, Jay. Ah. Um, yeah. So we will cut to a song break now and we'll be back after the break. Yeah. 
Global Youth NZ on ORFM's Youth Zone. Hi, I'm Jaden. I'm Lily. And I'm Jayushka. Join us every Thursday afternoon as we explore the variety of cultures that call Dunedin home. Through interviews, conversation and music, we'll expand your knowledge of the world and expose you to new ideas from a youth perspective. That's Global Youth NZ, 4pm Thursdays on ORFM Dunedin. Podcasts available from the Youth Zone app, yznz.app.
Global Youth NZ on ORFM's Youth Zone. Hi, I'm Jaden. I'm Lily. And I'm Jayushka. Join us every Thursday afternoon as we explore the variety of cultures that call Dunedin home. Through interviews, conversation and music, we'll expand your knowledge of the world and expose you to new ideas from a youth perspective. That's Global Youth NZ, 4pm Thursdays on ORFM Dunedin. Podcasts available from the Youth Zone app, yznz.app. Welcome back to Global Youth NZ. You're listening to 105.4 FM. I'm your co-host Lily and I'm here or virtually here with the wonderful Jay and the wonderful Jaden. Kia ora guys. (laughs) And Jay has some very, very, very exciting news. Yes, I do. Um, On the 10th of January, I passed my full license. (laughs) Oh, good. Was a challenge and a half, and Jaden knows about this. But um, basically, I didn't go for any more lessons, like during. Oh yes. <laughs> during this period, so I was quite like, I was kind of like, oh, I'll just wait until like a week before, and then like start driving, like properly. <laughs> yeah, that I don't drive properly, but like more like you know paying attention, all those like good things that you should be doing all the time, anyways, guys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but no mainly the main part of the um full license is actually kind of easier than the restricted because they're not really like making you do parallel parks they're not going to make you do three-point turns like none of that it's mainly just them making sure that you can drive to a high standard while telling them about the hazards you see right yes. oh yeah so i was like full-on preparing like a whole paragraphs of essays not essays but like i was basically making it like overcomplicated into what i was actually going to say like about the hazards um but you actually only need like three or four like words and yes. it doesn't even have to make like a sentence like it's just like um it's just like from for example actually you know what you know what saved me on the day of my test i watched a tiktok and this tiktok oh this TikTok explained exactly what I needed to do. And that's all you need. I didn't have to pay like hundred something dollars for listening. <laughs> Wait, no, so Jay, tell us. Tell us the, the secret. Tell us the TikTok secret. Yeah, yeah come on. Don't be shy. The secret is oncoming car, um, <laughs> keeping left, vehicle uh-huh. behind, keeping a vehicle behind watching, pedestrian on left watching, that's it. That's it. That's all you need. Vehicles on coming from the right, watching, giving way. That's all you need. And, and then would you say, how about car in front, keep distance? Yeah, that's what I thought, but I didn't ask for that because he'll. The, I'll walk you through the test. <laughs> so basically, um, you get into the car, and the first thing they do is they do like a pre-check of your car. And while I was practicing before going to my test, I somehow got like a stone in one of my tires. And, and what's it was right? like, oh, a stone like a little rock from like the ah. it was in my tire and it was making a really loud noise and then like as it like was circling around in my tire yeah, yeah, yeah. my dad was like just like like jolt the car a lot like drive forward and <laughs> like, just like break hard and I was in like the Edgar Center car park just breaking really hard and then everyone was looking at me like what is oh my gosh Jay wow then I turned up at VDNZ with the stone still in my tire. And then the guy looked at me who was like managing the traffic around there. He's like, are you here for a warrant? And I was like, no, I'm not here for a warrant. I'm here to like do my test. 
<laughs> and then I remember my dad like come check it out because I was freaking out and then he just like went, but when he came the stone fell out like it was non-existent it wasn't there and I was like I, I swear there was a stone it's a conspiracy this is a conspiracy yeah it was it was making me like so like anxious about it and I was like he's gonna fail me he's just gonna hear it he's just gonna fail me but that wasn't even a worry but anyways I forgot like a really vital thing guys you can literally right. tell, me, tell me tell me tell me tell me my rego was expired like a month ago. No. Are you kidding me, Jay? Yes. Thank you. Because I like I was using my grandma's car and I didn't check her car. Oh, Jay. Rookie mistake. Rookie mistake. Come on, Jay. Come on, Jay. This is like something that Lily would do. Don't no, kidding. Ah, it is. Kidding, kidding. <laughs> it fully is. No, no. Okay. Honestly, I get it because I remember I had to um renew my moped rego and I only realized that it was expired like about three weeks later. So it's one of those things. It's one of those sneaky Drama. things. So what happened? So did he see that? He must have seen that it was expired, right? Yeah. And so I, I said that it was paid, but we haven't like stuck it there. So then he wanted proof. So my dad paid it and then he gave us like five minutes and then we just showed it and he said, it's fine. So I was like, wow. That's, that's very cutting kind. That's cutting it close though. Yeah. Cutting oh, it quite close. So I would not recommend. Don't do that. Just check your no. card. It's because um, re- recently the the other thing had been done, the WAF. The WAF. The Warren Fitness. And so I just assumed that like everything was done. Like I just thought. Anyways, this is why I should not own a car, guys. Um <laughs> And Can then, you believe, um, out of all of us, I'm a vehicle owner now. Sorry, not to interrupt, but I well, I pay insurance about, for a vehicle now. I think about this all the time, Lily. Like, it just crossed my mind the other day. My dad was like, why do you want to buy a car? Like, are you going to be able to afford insurance? 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 Let me tell you, it's so expensive. And you have to be on the phone for them like an hour. And I was asking for like a premium and like a quote. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm too yeah. young for this. I, um, Jay, I'll let you continue, but yeah, yeah sorry, I, I totally, I totally get that, Lily. So I, I'm also pay, so I own also own a vehicle and paying insurance and my gosh, the call, the holds on the call time, uh, sorry, the holds on the calls and all that. Um, and yeah, it's, it's insane, isn't it? It is. Let me tell you though, my toxic trait is I like the cool music, you know, like that hold oh, music. Oh no, please. Really oh, like Okay, you know what, Lily? It's you can put yourself on mute. Okay, Jay, yes, back to you. No, it's, back it's to you, Jay. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I, I always get like a really bad signal, so the music music is really good, but it's like a crap signal. So like, and and so you can't really hear the music well. True, but, that's um, true. Um, okay, we have to talk about this another time. But like vehicle ownership as a young person, apparently the insurance is like even more. Is this correct? Yeah, because if you're on your restricted, especially because you're prone to accidents, apparently. Let me tell you, okay, no, the excess you have to pay if you crash, right, is 100. Unless you're under 25, it's 600. They add on $500 just because we're under 25. So if I crash my moped, I'm paying $600 like that. No, I, it's annoying, but I get that because scientifically our brains aren't developed fully enough, which means Shut we are. Shut up, Jaden. <laughs> I'm, sci- I'm not going to crash. <laughs> we are scientifically more prone to getting distracted and crashing our vehicles. So. I'm health sci, I guess, right? I'm I a creative and I don't like science. I can literally whip out, um, oh my God. Uh, I can literally whip out um, uh, my stats, but one of the stats is like, because if you have friends in the car as a restricted driver or whatever, first of all, that's illegal. But oh, yeah. you're more likely to crash if there are other people in your car. 
But anyway, yeah, true. Anyways, as we were saying, so you, then he just sat in my car, and then we go for a little drive, and then like about maybe five or ten minutes into the drive, they they explain to you what hazards are and what you need to say, um, and then yeah, you just call out a hazard, and and then after you call them out, he'll be like thank you or whoever it is they be like, thank you and then then you don't have to say anymore so I sometimes I just was like turning right and there's oncoming traffic and so all I had to say was oncoming traffic giving way and then he would be like thank you and then that's it that's all you have to say like wow um because I remember I yeah. oh sorry oh. sorry sorry you go Oh, I was just about to, I was just going to say that. So when I did defense, so I've done my defensive driving. Um, I was away for one of the sessions because I, it's funny, I actually had an exam and I couldn't, I couldn't get out of this one. Um, and basically, um, I, so I've done, but I've done my practical. So on my practical, um, he said that he was going to simulate a full license test. Um, so my driving and everything was okay, you know, just following all the rules, you know, keeping distances. And then we started the hazards things. And then I was like, <laughs> I started overthinking and saying so many words. I was like, on the right hand side of the road, there is a car coming towards me. And because of this car coming towards me, I need to like, just make sure that I'm keeping my eye on it so that I am staying safe. And then he was like, bro, you need to say like three words. Um, and it just didn't stop at a roundabout. I was like, <laughs> I was like, there was a car behind me. <laughs> um, and I just need to take a look in my rear mirror to make sure that it's not coming too fast. And then it was, it was just horrible. And then he was like, no, just say car behind me watching. And then I just yeah. physically couldn't, like, I kept on complicating my sentences. And then we, when we pulled back to school, he was like, you know, like, you did good, but the hazards things, like, when you're just in the car, um, when, you, when, you, when you're in the car, like, just say it to yourself. And then I was thinking, like, and then I said, I was like, oh, but, like, I think if anyone else was in the car, like, they'd be, like, kind of annoyed. And then I realized that I shouldn't have said that to him because I'm on my restricted. Um, and we're not allowed to carry passengers. But... You know what? No, it's you a, can if they've got a full license for more than two years. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that that that's what saved me. But the yeah, thing like is, I when I drive, I'm constantly talking, like a constant stream of like I make oh, my own yeah. podcast. Yeah, in honest, the car. sometimes I just say I just like mumble gibberish. Yeah, what myself. I was gonna say is Jay, it feels deceptively easy. Just like you saying like three or four words, like it feels like that can't be what they want. I think, it is. I think, like Jaden said, it's super easy to just complicate it in your brain. Mm. But the worst part is that you know it's easy, but because you're driving and you're trying to, like, you know, check all your mirrors, do your blind spot checks, and you're driving as someone and the road's really busy. And, yeah, those things, like, make it seem way harder than it should be. And I think if you were driving in a really busy time, you're going to have to name, like, more hazards, like maybe cyclists or pedestrians. yeah. True. super hard because there's just cars coming everywhere um those are like kind of the crazy spots you might miss yeah. something but yeah um, it's like a relief when they're like thank you because they're like okay you've named them all don't don't make any up that's another thing don't make oh any true um <laughs> you know one thing that i would say that i am very happy for um that i have as an option is that um i can go do mine in omaru so i did my restricted oh my. in omaru and then if I did my full, then I know that there's less traffic, so there'll technically be less ha- um, hazards. But you that guys, being I said, have such mixed feelings about the people that go to like a smaller place just to do their restricted. I, I, I don't know. It feels wrong. I, I know you did it. I'm, 
reason I would say it feels wrong is because, like, you're kind of cheating the system because you don't... Oh, you are definitely cheating the system. I would only go there if I couldn't get a booking in Dunedin. Um, I feel feel like a vendetta against these people. I don't know. mm. I'm I'm literally sitting right here, bro. Come on. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Jade, I'm I'm looking at you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, honestly, okay, so for me, um, and I don't want to, like, to my own horn, but I think I had the confidence in myself that even though I passed an Omaru, like, I would be able to drive. So, like, when I was in Wellington, I was in Wellington for three weeks almost, and I had a car the whole time, and I didn't crash. Yay. Parking was really expensive, but it was good. But I actually do get it because in our defensive driving course, we did. I remember um, one of uh, the instructor that um, told us, uh, that was teaching us, he was like, if you live in Auckland, don't go to, down to like Dunedin. Like, don't go down to here and there to do it, but you should do it in your own city. And I was like, ha ha, nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, when I did the defensive driving course, they mentioned how like, for example, if you live somewhere like Belclutha with no roundabouts and you pass it there, well, like, if you suddenly move to, like, Auckland, you're not actually going to know how to drive there. Yeah. Those kind Let of me things. tell you, roundabouts are my number one favourite thing to find on a road. I hate traffic lights. I hate everything. I hate intersections. I love roundabouts. Let me kiss the roundabout. Mwah. Wonderful. I, I thought you were going to say, like, they're, like, horrible, which I don't know. They're not horrible. Oh, glorious. I love them. I, I there's just so much traffic around them. I love them. They're wonderful. They're so clear, saying everyone goes exactly where they need to go, and it's so smooth. And I know when to indicate, and I can do them like a child. Okay, I, I need to. I need to. Ch- I need a button here after Jay. <laughs> I need. I need a button. Okay. I love roundabouts, but I also hate roundabouts because drivers don't know how to signal on the roundabout, and that's True, what okay. creates me and that's so That's not a me much. problem, right? Like, no, 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 no. Signaling perfectly. Yeah. That's a you problem. There's a roundabout near Queens, except it's literally in a peanut shape. Like the roundabout. Oh, that's a funny one. That's a funny one. Okay, here, guys. Okay, for anyone listening, sorry, I just have to do this. Okay, so let's just think you're coming here and then you have three exits. Okay, if you're taking the first exit, which is left, you signal left and you go. If you're going yes. straight forward, which is the se- second one, you don't signal. And when you reach, but then the you first signal exit, when you signal yeah. left. Yep. And then if you're going to the third exit, you signal right. And then when you reach the second exit, signal left. And if you go yes. all the way around, then yeah, you do the same thing where you just signal right and then signal before you turn off. Of the exit before you, you turn off. To... Guys, it's simple. Just it's so easy. On, it's right. so easy. <laughs> Guys, um, there's some people who might have got their license like a while ago, and the rules. No, are just... my dad, Barry Knox, can't do roundabouts, <laughs> and I've been trying to teach him how to indicate in a roundabout, but he's too old. He was there before roundabouts. Okay, he can't do it. And I'm going indicate now, indicate now. <sighs> you little Sorry, dad, I love you. Everything's great. <laughs> oh my word. That was, uh, you know, I, I think that we're going to have a, uh, a wee Let's little, cut to a break, a little break. Um, but, um, we'll be back right after the song break. Sunflower, how you doing? 
What's it like out there? It's kind of lonely here. Are you missing me yet? Hey, my sunflower. It's nearly been a month. You were so pretty then. Was such a pity when you had to go on your way. Hey, my sunflower. All the things we've been through. Oh, my sunflower. I won't forget anytime soon. Sunflower, you are my sunflower. My sunflower, you are my sunflower. Hey, my sunflowers, how you doing? Are the stars nearby? Are there birds passing by? Up where you are, hey, my sunflowers. It's not the same without you. I can't look down and see you waving in the breeze. And amongst all the flowers, hey, my sunflower. All the things we've been through. Oh, my sunflower, I won't forget anytime soon. Sunflower, you are my sunflower. My sunflower. On ORFM's Youth Song. Hi, I'm Jaden. I'm Lily. And I'm Jayushka. Join us every Thursday afternoon as we explore the variety of cultures that call to need in home. Through interviews, conversation, and music, we'll expand your knowledge of the world and expose you to new ideas from a youth perspective. That's Global Youth NZ, 4 p.m. Thursdays on ORFM Dunedin. Podcasts available from the Youth Song app, yznz.app. Seems fantastic. I used to have a hole in the wall with a mattress. Funny when you want it, suddenly you have it. You find out that your goal's just plastic. Every day, every night, I've been thinking back on you and I. Every day, every night, I'll work my whole life just to 
on ORFM's Youth Zone. Hi, I'm Jaden. I'm Lily. And I'm Jayushka. Join us every Thursday afternoon as we explore the variety of cultures that call Dunedin home. Through interviews, conversation and music, we'll expand your knowledge of the world and expose you to new ideas from a youth perspective. That's Global Youth NZ, 4pm Thursdays on ORFM Dunedin. Podcasts available from the Youth Zone app, yznz.app. Kia ora everybody and welcome back to Global Youth NZ on 105.4 FM. I'm here in the virtual studio um, with Jay and Lily. Say hi guys. Hey everyone. Um, well, for this part of the show, um, I think, well, so we actually just want to cover a topic that's um, been circulating in recent news. Um, something that's quite sad, so um, I'm sure that you guys may have heard it, but if not, um, there was, uh, so at the moment there's a thick layer of volcanic ash that's covering Tonga um, because it was hit by a massive undersea volcanic eruption and followed by a tsunami. Um, and uh, this happened just uh, over the weekend on Saturday, and uh, apparently the, the blast from the volcano could actually be heard as far away as, Alas- um, as Alaska, Oh, see that very American, Alaska, Alaska. Um, sorry, and it triggered tsunami warnings um, from sorry on the west coast of the United States and sent waves across the ocean to Japan and Peru, all the way there, um, where it caused an oil spill and two drownings. Um, it sent um, a lot of smoke, um, obviously, and ash and gas rising above the South Pacific, with a massive mushroom cloud visible in the photos from space. And um, you know we were actually just talking about this in the break. There was actually tsunami warnings um, up in the North Island in Auckland, I believe. Um, And uh, so, yeah, it like even affected us here in New Zealand and uh, you know, the international phone lines and the internet is still down on the Island and the true extent of the damage uh, damage and the human toll um, was not immediately clear. So um, 
yeah, this is obviously such a huge tragedy for the nation. And, um, you know, I think that it shows us many things. It shows us that, you know, we have to be, you know, lucky that we are safe, you know, because, and at the moment we have to be grateful for what we have because a lot of it can be taken away. You know, I've se- I saw a few videos of the tsunamis rolling in and it looked horrible, you know. Um, and I think the second thing is that actually, you know, stuff like this can happen just so suddenly, you know, um, and we never know. Um and I think that it is a sort of a wake up call, you know, that we should be grateful for. We have our life um, and the things that we have, um, you know, a house to live in, um, you know, food to eat, but also that we also um, need to be prepared um, for things like this if it were to happen to us here in New Zealand. Yeah, yeah. we just want to send like our best wishes to all the families, of course. It must be an incredibly difficult situation for them with like communication down. Um, so we're just mm. sending all our thoughts and prayers um, for all the families affected. Mm. And yeah being very grateful for what we have right now yeah definitely and um if there's any kind of like if there's any way people can help maybe through the gofundme pages and things like that um or fundraising pages like you know pay for the families there um but i don't think there's been any deaths um currently in Ponga has there I think um we're still like in a stage of we don't quite know the full extent yeah. of the situation I think that at the moment it is a lot of the waiting game because obviously with, with the volcanic ash covering the nation and the water obviously coming inland um, and like Lily um, said, you know, with communications down, it's uh, there is, a I think, a lot of unknown aspects of the situation and uh, it's really tough, you know, but um, like uh, Lily said, you know, we're sending all our thoughts and prayers um, to the uh, families over there and also people um, all around the world that may have family or friends in Tonga, you know, and is unable to contact them or, you know, are worried about their safety, you know. And I think that whenever there are natural disasters or just, you know, things that happen, um, it's actually so important for all of us to come together as a world and unite, you know, put aside um, whatever we believe in, whatever, um, you know, opinions we have about anything and just come together, you know. Um, And there have been great moments of that in the past and, you know, stuff like this, whenever it happens, we just need to do that again, I think. So, yeah. Yeah. Sending all our best wishes uh, their way. Yeah. Um, talking about the topics of tsunamis and natural disasters and um, volcanoes and all, I said this a little bit before, but uh, actually being prepared for um, a natural disaster is something that is so important. You know, I remember when the Christchurch earthquakes happened, civil defence came and mandated in all schools that we needed to learn about drop, cover and hold. Do you guys remember oh, that? Yeah. Um, going under the desk and yeah and then um, I remember we had lots of lockdown um, drills at school and you know um, well a lot of things you know and uh, even when the Wellington quakes happened my sister lives up there and she said that um, the government and the city council was trying to educate them to put lots of water and non-perishable food items into a storage so now my question uh, for you guys for myself and for everyone listening is that if there were um a natural disaster to happen in our country, in our city, would we be prepared? Here's the thing. I, mean, I don't know about you guys, um, but my mum is one of the people that is prepared for everything. Wow. So she used to actually be on the civil defence like team because she used to work for the council. And when we'd have big storms, she'd get called in to go in, under the bunker, you know, the, wow. the bunker under the car park. And they'd just sit there and eat chocolate biscuits, not do much because there was like no problem. But <laughs> if there was ever a problem, she used to be part of that. But let me tell you, okay, in our like shed right now, we have bottles of water, we have baked beans, we have tuna, we have tins of rice, we have tins of peaches, we have every food imaginable. <laughs> we have a stove, we have 
all kinds of medication. I don't know about you guys, but I'm fine. <laughs> At least for like a solid three weeks. But wow. yeah, I, I don't know, like as a nation, we have like a quite of like a relaxed attitude, I feel like. So yeah, it might hit wonders. us quite hard. Jay, how about you? I just talk in general, I guess. I feel like, you know, it always has been like Christchurch, Wellington. I feel like people forget that anywhere yeah Um, Mm. I don't know how prepared we'd be I feel like the most part would be okay but yeah I I think I'm just thinking back to like lockdown in 2020 Uh, we gathered like a lot of food and I feel like I would have been fine then but like now I don't think so no I don't think we're ready yeah um for me guys uh and it's funny because I was the one who asked the question but I'd probably say I'm the most underprepared so right now so I'm going I'm going to Queenstown tomorrow um to camp and food will be provided and everything so I haven't done too much shopping because you know obviously I don't want things to go off but in the moment in my uh cabinet I have two cans of baked beans <laughs> a can of apricots uh a few cup soups and uh, some gravy, uh, pre-mixed gravy things. Oh, the gravy uh, makes powder, all the, the gravy powder. The um, gravy will sustain you. Without the yes. gravy, you're dead. With the gravy, oh yeah, fine. um, sugar, flour, uh, some cocoa powder, baking soda. Uh, I don't have milk or bread. Uh, I have rice. I don't have any meat. I have. Uh, a big bag of spinach and McCain mixed vegetables and noodles. So noodles, you're fine. You've got noodles, uh, but I only I've have one. Off noodles for seventeen years. <laughs> yeah, I have. I have one left. Um, uh, and I fine. think that uh, don't. I don't have any big jugs of water. Um, and I lost my water bottle today. Um, and I just think that if there was a natural disaster, I think that I'd probably be the most equipped out of all. Not kidding. Um, well, this is honestly a wake up call to me, uh, because obviously as you can hear, my house is a little bit, uh, low in stock, um, with all of these things, but, um, you know, all jokes aside, it is really important to have a set plan. Um, you know, and I, you can actually just go onto the civil defense website and there are lots of resources, um, you know, to be able to, uh, and you can go check that out, um, to address any kind of emergency. And, you know, the thing is, is that like people always say like there's this cliche saying that goes you'd rather be safe than sorry but it's actually really true you know like let's just say you got over buy everything into a stock house and it's full of everything but then let's just say like the week after suddenly there's like a flash flood or something you know um but then let's just say there's not but if there was you know you'd, you'd rather be safe than to be like oh oops I didn't actually get anything and I only have one packet of noodles in my house and two cans of baked beans and apricot yeah. Speaking of actually, I can I just interject here and say, um, uh, when I said before that they just sat and ate chocolate biscuits in the bunker at uh, the civil defense bunker, that's usually for um the drills. That's what they were doing the drills. In right. the actual emergencies, they're not eating chocolate biscuits. Oh, I hope hard not. work. Yeah, yes. no, I, I wanted to clear that up. I I muddled it up a little bit. Um, yeah. But speaking of being prepared, um, I did something that I was actually really over prepared for, uh, in the holidays, and that was camping. Um, which is not glamping of what we did. Um, Glamping. Jay, are you you muted? No. Before you get into your camping story, Lily. Oh, yes. um, I just realized I would be sorted if there was some kind of natural disaster because I would just come and live at your house. 
Yeah. Oh, Jay lives next fact. door. I would yeah, be I totally fine too because I would also come and live at your house, Lily. <laughs> oh, look at us, the three amigos. <laughs> okay, Our song coordinator, Arena, is listening to us at the moment. You can come and we can be the four musketeers. Look at us go. <laughs> so good. So you want my day, Lily? Okay. My house, yeah, my house if there's a tsunami. Um, see you. No. <laughs> Um, but for camping, I'll just quickly touch on because it was a completely new experience for me and it was really, really exciting. Um, but what we did is we brought our little stove and we cooked meals every night. We were there for three nights. We were down in Tyree Mouth uh, and we had just like astronomical amounts of sugar, like biscuits, marshmallows, oh, everything. We so lived good. <laughs> it was so good. And I think um, just like the most incredible experience. So if you are like, thinking about going camping especially in the Dunedin area but you like have no experience Tyree Mouth Campsite was like a really lovely place to go it had like a really nice family feel and it was just um, a lovely experience is this by any chance near the Tyree Tyree Mouth River Walk like the river uh yeah the is it the millennium the millennium yeah millennium track yeah yeah yeah, kind of yeah. near there. I mean, Tyree Mouth is tiny. Like, yeah. Well, I was distance. I was just there um the other day with my friend. We did a wee little hike there, and it's so beautiful. So I can just imagine how nice it would be. Um, oh my god, it's to go stay there. Yeah, especially in the summer. Like, guys, apart from today, I know today's a little bit rainy, but the past few days have been awesome. Um, I will you know, say, like Tyree Mouth, like I never appreciate it. It's like literally a little like paradise place away from Dunedin, but it's so close. It's like twenty minutes away. Like there's a beach, there's like the river mouth, there's the Millennium Walk. Uh, oh my gosh, go visit if you have a chance. Uh, and yeah, don't bring too much sugar because you will crash and burn on the third day out of experience. Yes. <laughs> I'm really glad that you enjoyed your trip, Lily. It sounds like a lot of fun. Yes. I didn't die. I knew, I know we did a show recently um, about like going camping and I was a bit worried, but uh, no, it was so much fun. Just checking in to make sure everyone knows I haven't died. That's really good. That's really great to hear. And I'm really glad that you haven't. Um, And honestly, here's some new experiences. So good job on you for doing that. Cheers. But um, yeah. Um, And Jaden, you were in Wellington? Yes, I was in Wellington. Um, And guys, this is pretty exciting for me because it was my first ever New Zealand Christmas and New Year's ever. Um, maybe from, apart from, maybe I think I was maybe three or four, but like, I don't think I'll count that because I actually can't remember it. Um, I just have a very vague memory of a Christmas tree being in our living room. But apart from that, I don't remember anything. So, um, yeah, it was actually awesome. Honestly, I'm not going to lie. It was a bit of culture shock for me. Um, you know, over in Asia, we do celebrate Christmas. Um, but it's more in the forms of just giving each other money, eating a lot, and that's probably it. Um, and especially last year, Christmas in Sing- – sorry, not last year. Oh, my gosh. 2020's Christmas over in Singapore because of the COVID lockdown. You could only gather with eight people. Um, we had a mini Christmas tree on the table, and that was it. We just ate a lot, and it was great. But, um, you know, coming to here and then having to buy Christmas gifts for everyone and wrapping them, I was like, isn't the gift enough? Like, I bought you this gift and I have to wrap it now? Come on. And, you know, the stocking. Um, But uh, I know I just sounded very annoyed, but I actually loved it so much. I think that the 
Christmas spirit was honestly just so was so strong and um it was really awesome just to see it was like such a lovely wholesome time you know everyone coming together on Christmas morning at 7 30 a.m um because my sister's uh, family and I we also went with her in-laws um we went to their house and um yeah it was just really great and um yeah apart from that Wellington was really nice there was a day where it hit 32 degrees which was literally just crazy weather and it was so hot um but um yeah I honestly miss Wellington a lot um but I also do like being back here in Dunedin so yes <laughs> really oh cool then I'm glad that you had that experience of the New Zealand Christmas um my Christmas was kind of low-key as well um but I bought some gifts for family but that's about it oh I- love <laughs> yeah so good. Um, well, yeah, um, unfortunately, we are almost running out of time uh, for our show today. Um, but uh, honestly, it's been awesome to catch up with you guys. Um, you know, it has been a year, you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, that was a bad joke. But um, uh, there we go. Arena laughed. Thank you. Um, but yes. Uh, <laughs> oh, Lily, you just missed my horrible joke. Um, but uh, yeah, I will. we will be seeing each other in the studio uh, quite soon. Um, and uh, we hope that you guys enjoyed today's show and hope that you're having a wonderful summer holiday. Please enjoy it while it lasts. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, everyone and Thank you for tuning in. See you next week. Bye bye. Bye. Global Youth NZ on Aura Fem's Youth Zone. Hi, I'm Jaden. I'm Lily. And I'm Jayushka. Join us every Thursday afternoon as we explore the variety of cultures that call Dunedin home. Through interviews, conversation and music, we'll expand your knowledge of the world and expose you to new ideas from a youth perspective. That's Global Youth NZ, 4pm Thursdays on ORFM Dunedin. Podcasts available from the Youth Zone app, yznz.app. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.